Hey everybody, this is Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor. Yes, it is time for another Drive Home Podcast. This is going to be a uh, unboxing podcast. Uh, I got one of my packages from Noble Knight Games. It's going to be a combination of mainly, I think, Ars Magica, but I think there's a couple other pieces that might not be. I hang out in their clearance section there, and they, they've got some really good books for really good prices. It's like their little basement with unmarked cardboard boxes is flipping through gaming books with a flashlight it's fun actually to look through them and, and seeing what you can get and uh, I, I've been bulking up my Ars Magica collection in that area and this time is no different uh, I've, I've had to keep track of what I've bought because I have a few duplicates because I forgot I had the, the uh, uh, you know copies of them so, and sometimes I get them at so good prices, and sort of like, eh, maybe I'll just get an extra one and then give it away later or something like that. Who knows? Uh, I might do that. And then I plan on doing an unboxing later on this week when I get the package from Lulu. I haven't bought anything from Lulu for quite some time, but I got on there and I, I kind of had this criteria of what I bought. It's going to be OSR Adventures that cost under $7. So this is all print. And I wanted to buy a handful of them, so I wanted to keep the price reasonable. For some reason, I just had the price break. I think it was around seven bucks. So if they were ten bucks, nope, 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 didn't buy them. So I, I kind of wanted to do a feature on you know affordable ventures on Lulu kind of thing, and and uh, see how that works out. I mean, I always have ideas, and whether I fall through with them is always, always the big question there. So. I'm going to have to find a place here, get parked. For some reason, there's a whole bunch of weird... I don't know what it is. This is an aside. There is something freaky going on at our Kentucky Fried Chicken, guys, because it, ever since it reopened from COVID, I mean, it was always, you know, a place where people went to eat, and it was always kind of busy. But these days, there's there's it's circled. I mean, literally, it is lapped around KFCs. They, they have people through the drive-thru. And when I'm talking about lap, there's actually two rows because one row's lap, lapped around the other one. I, I've never seen it before, and it's like that all the freaking time these days. So I don't know if they're dealing drugs out of our KFC or, you know, it's become a happy time KFC. Who knows? That'd be gross, but who knows? It's just weird. I don't know. I, I don't get it, but that's just an aside. All right, I got to go get some... Stuff for Ivy, and I'll be right back and do an unboxing. All right, guys, I'm back. Let's get into this. Got to get out the knife and open this puppy up. can't remember. I think I ordered uh, this package for these books on... Uh, Maybe it was Sunday night or so, something. It's media mail, but I got it pretty quick. I think I, I got it yesterday, so it took three days to get to me. Ordered it like late Sunday night, and then and then Wednesday. Got it Wednesday morning, actually, uh, early Wednesday morning, but I didn't get to pick it up until now. So, and one of the things I always have to compliment Noble Night Games on is they they pack books. They pack books like they care about them. So. When you get your books, they're always in 
they're always in plastic, uh, you know, bags. They're they're backed by some cardboard and different things like that. So, oh, looks like they put them all in one big bag this time. So what they did is they each are individually bagged, and then they put them all in one big bag on top of it too. So, so the first thing that uh, it's on top is the Broken Covenant of Calibus. 1988 printing, uh, and it's a Lion Rampant Ars Magica thing. It's a by Jonathan Tweet and Mark Rain Hagen. And I've never seen these ones before. Some of these horns going off. And uh, I think I ended up, did I get two of them this time? Uh, no, I guess not. I didn't get two of them. Um, but I didn't even know these guys were into... Uh, doing stuff for Cars Magica, so I thought I would take a look at it. I mean, I got it for a really good price. Let's open it up and see what it says on the back. Um, I mean, again, such a good good job of packing. I mean, uh, tape's good, too, apparently. Can't get it on plastic. And it looks like, you know, it's got that, you know, it looks like a, it looks like a book from 1988. I love it. So it says the bell of, I think it's, I've been never told. And so the covenant fell. The wondrous bell warned the magi of all dangers or so the wizards of Calibus thought. But 50 long years ago, some dark force destroyed their beautiful covenant and its opulent halls have remained untouched ever since until now. Into your hands has fallen this document that hints at how to pierce the protective veil of riddles, and you have an opportunity denied to all wizards before you to explore the covenant of Calibus, to loot its treasure, and to solve its mysteries. But how did Calibus fall, and how did the danger lurk there even yet? For the adventurous, there await bestial creatures, deadly traps, and fascinating prizes. For the thoughtful, there awaits... Riddles, mysteries, and tales yet untold. For the slow of mind and body, there waits failure or death. Dun, dun, dun. A story worthy to be told, a mystery worthy to be solved, a prize worthy to be pursued. Okay. Um, let's see here. Looks like the cover art was by Lauren Botner. It's a kind of a simple line drawing where they kind of made it like really stark red. Uh, the, the whole cover is black. The picture's uh, like circular, but it's all red with, you know, it looks like a line, black and white line drawn or grayscale drawn, but it's it's been hued to red. Um, interior by James Garrison. And inside it says, if you're dedicated to Kristen Hagen, who, who we forgot the first time. There you go. <laughs> That's what happened. 1988, Jonathan Tweed again. It, it almost, you know, it kind of reminds me, the way they have it set up and the way it looks, it kind of reminds me of the Flying Buffalo set. Uh, artwork's passable. Nothing great, but not bad either. I don't mind it. Maps are pretty basic, but readable. Not too bad. Lots of maps in here for that. Must be a big, big place. 
uh, yeah, I don't know. Look forward to kind of reading, getting, reading into that one a little bit more. Cause like I said, I've never, never saw one by, uh, the, what's it called? Ramp, Lion Rampant. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how they do this. This one was kind of interesting. This one's called, uh, the storm, the Stormbringer. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the uh, Kickstarter or or Jumpstart kit. Again, this is by Mark Green Hagen with Jonathan Tweet. It's got a really cool artwork on the front. It's got this, you know, devilly looking steed that's leaving f fiery hoof prints behind it, rearing up with a guy in full plate mail and devilly looking horns and a little lightning thing shooting out their asses and whatnot. And I'm not even joking. There's a lightning bolt jumping out of this. Oh, this is by Lion Rampant too. Okay. Well, I, I thought I got two of those things. So, yeah. So, this is a quick start. I'm not going to open this one. But I was interested in this one because if I want to run a... I've got all this stuff for Ars Magic. And, I'm, and I've always been fascinated by the world and the concept of it. Just really enjoy it. But I don't know if I want to run a whole entire campaign. But... I don't mind the idea of maybe running some one shots and everything. And I thought like having the quick start or as they call it, the, the jump start kit that may help me do that. So, um, looking forward to doing that too. Next one we have is trial by fire. This one's by Atlas games. Uh, it's kind of a old looking one. I don't, does it say it was, it doesn't say, it. let me, I'm going to open this one up guys. Actually, I'm going to use the knife to open these things up because the tape is does not like <laughs> it's pretty good freaking scotch tape. Hell, come on! I think I might have to get something different because not even the tape's. There we go. Oh, it had three pieces of tape on it. No wonder. Good grief! Wanted to make sure Trial by Fire did not escape its plastic bag. Uh, this one is written by Thomas M. Kane. Again, it's for Ars Magica. And if I can get it out of the bag, I'll talk about it here in a second. There we go. All right. This one's Atlas Game, Chartering New Realms of Imagination. This one was back in 91. And it looks like the cover was done by Newton... I think it's Ewell or Ewell. And then the interior art by Brian Chesney. Uh, on the back, it's got quite a bit. It says the town of Depan, P-A-N-N-E, Depan, I don't know how to pronounce that, faces a peril like another, none other in Christian memory. Centuries ago, this province was under the sway of Pan Calderax. That's where he got that name. Rob Conley has a... Uh, a dragon in his campaign called Pan Calderax. Now I know where he lifted the name. The Dragon of Flanders. This beast has spent centuries in the fire mountains of Iceland. Now wizards learn that the dragon plans to return. He has condemned the people of his old town as robbers and threatened to devour everyone. The Order of Hermes must act. Not simply out of humanitarian concern, but because Deepan is friendly to Magi, trading with them and permitting them use of the town's harbors. Thus, the characters must organize a defense of the town 
And there, despite the peril, things continued as they always have. Councilmen scheme, merchants hoard gold, and cunning men find ways to profit from the anticipated carnage. Public announcements trigger panic and looting, but quiet pleas go unheeded and stolid, dithering council of burghers. The mysterious warlock of Depound obviously has some plans in mind, but he is strangely reticent. Perhaps he knows more than he is letting on. Let's see what this one looks like. Looks good again, guys. There's not too much interior art. Again, the art inside is not fantastic. It's not bad. It's passable. But it's not anything you're going to remember. Uh, the layout's nice and clean. Two columns. Uh, left and right justified. Pretty easy, readable front, too. Maps are nice. See the one map. City map's nice. I like that. Simple but nice. Kind of describing things. The building maps are just your basic grid maps. There's not too much to them there. But very serviceable for an adventure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I've got lots to read. I love love having these little things around. Especially ones I've never... Because while I always enjoyed Ars Magica back in the day, but when it was when it was released... I didn't collect it at all. I didn't. I just kind of knew about it, and then Rob had a few things from it and played it. All right, the next one I have is, uh, what is it, Deadly Legacy? Yeah, Deadly Legacy. And this one is by White Wolf. So it has, it's kind of interesting when you put your White Wolf or your, your Ars Magica on the shelf, and they have the different lines. They all have different trade dress, so it's kind of interesting to see it. This is for the third edition Ars Magica. Um... Let me get my knife out. Get this one open. These ones are a little bit more substantial. The the, other, the first two that I kind of talked about are kind of smallish, but, you know, adventure size ones. And this one's much bigger. Sometimes these things are more like setting pieces, but I don't, I believe this one is more of an adventure too. Now the artwork on, the, on these ones are definitely a step up from the other ones um you have the writing by Th thomas m kane which we saw i guess he was doing he was writing for a ag games i guess it is a and g games that's the one i just talked about the trial by fire so he did this white wolf one also looks like the cover art was by mike 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 weaver and it's pretty cool nice little cover art one um and then the interior art is by daniel gellin and it looks like it's Sons of Vikings, Chapter 1, Women's Council. So let's see what it says on the back. Legends of Fate. Legends, they are tales of the past, done and gone, touching the world only in memory. The foolish scoff at legends, dismissing them out of hand. You, though, of a young covenant, know better. You know the past forges the present. You know the past hints at the future. You know the legends of tomorrow will speak of today. You know these legends can be yours. And then there's a legend of doom, and it just kind of... Let's see. Deadly Legacy is a story supplement for the Ars Magica 3rd Edition storytelling game. It thrusts characters of a young spring covenant into the harsh and dangerous world of mundane 
legend and intrigue. Indeed, you are pitted against warring nobles, the church, and foes beyond this mortal realm. Contend with all and garner vast power. Or, yeah, garner fast power. And trust allies, trusted allies for the future. Your effort and newfound enemies will haunt you until the end of your numbered days. So, and I can't tell you how much I paid for each one of these. I think some of, I think one of them I paid like four dollars for, and I think the most I paid for any one of these was, I think, I think this one or one of the other ones was like nine bucks. So, you know, all very cheap stuff you can get a whole bunch you know i kind of usually have a budget of 30 40 maybe 50 dollars and then i just go shopping and then try to remember that shipping does count too <laughs> although i try to ignore that part but all right so that one's back let's see now the last two we have are the other things i've been kind of collecting a little bit uh they are the uh necromancer games adventure modules i've been getting and i've been pretty much i think i've gotten almost all all of the ones i have from the clearance section and i've gotten got quite a few of them so the the new ones i got this time were what evil lurks from by lance hovermail hovermail yeah i think that's what it is hovermail from necromantic game it's a third edition you know you know third edition rules kind of thing but i do I don't know. I, I don't know why I like them, but I do. I know uh, Frog God Games is are doing like a series of Kickstarters, and basically they're just re-releasing these old Necromancer games on not Kickstarter, but Indiegogo, and they you know bring them up to fifth edition or something. But I, I for what I don't have any. I don't know. I don't want any. I don't want those. I want these ones. So I've been been collecting these. And then the, the last one I have is another one by Necromancer Games. This one's called Chaos Rising. I think they just released that one on an Indiegogo, actually. And it's by James Kalora, I guess. Looks right. Let me crack one of these open here. Let me get this one open. That, these are the ones I kind of, I don't know, I end up getting multiples because I, I, I wasn't keeping track of which ones I was buying. And... That's not good. Because <laughs> I, I think the one adventure I have, I probably have three copies of it. But I don't think I've made, I don't think I paid more than $4 or $5 for any of the uh, copies. And this one's a big module. This is a pretty thick module. How many pages is this one? 64 page. That's so a good, good size module. Artwork is cartoony and fun. Love it. It's really cool. It's got this uh, full color. Looks like they just opened this gate, like a literal, like it was a big, heavy, circular stone gate they opened up. It's got room, almost looks like a star gate kind of thing. And on the other side of it, they opened up and there's water, sl green, slushy, oozy waters gliding around with this this obelisk looking thing. And it's got multiple eyes sticking up and it's looking around and it's got runes on it. It's, yeah, so it looks cool. And then you get your adventures all have the what the hell did we just do look on their face. The Amulet of a Demon Prince. And you know what? And I have to say too, guys, I have to comment on this. All these things are in good condition. You know how they grade them and everything. This one's very good. And then I have excellent here. And, but I've, I've never gotten a real shitty copy of anything. 
there, there's, I can't remember what the grade is. Uh, I mean, I'd call it the okay grade. I know that's not what it's officially called, but um, even those, I mean, I, I don't mind. Usually those are pretty cheap and they, they, they're, you know, they're very readable. It's not like they're destroyed or anything. So the Amulet of the Demon Prince. In a few days, the rising blood moon will reveal the resting place of, a, of the soul amulet of a forgotten demon prince. Uh-oh. A dark lord seeks the amulet. Of course he does. And if he finds it, ultimate power shall be within his grasp. Why not her grasp? Someone must stop him in his diabolical scheme before evil is unleashed. But for the heroes to beat the dark lord to his prize, they must travel through time and conquer demonic foes. Oh, it's a little time travel thing. Battle throughout time, completely customizable for any fantasy campaign. Chaos Rising is a classic dungeon exploration adventure designed for four or more characters of at least 12th level. So it's a high-level adventure on top of that. It details an, an ancient and abandoned dwarven citadel in which the demon's amulet is hidden and contains unique encounters in which characters can travel back in time to shape the future itself. That sounds cool. 2003 on this one, guys. Maps look really good in this. They did a nice job with the maps. Uh, yeah, it looks good. Uh, let's see. James Clora, Clora, sorry, James, is the writer. And it looks like, let's see, who did uh Brian LeBlanc did the interior art, but who did the cover art? Well, that's weird. I don't see. Oh, there it is. Lynn Hunter. And then the cartography was by someone named Christopher Bull. I think I've heard of that name before. So this again, it's a two column setup. Font's a little smaller in this one. Well, I'll tell you what, guys, they are, these are walls of text in this adventure. Holy mackerel. Um, looks decent though. Oh, the interior art's very cool. I like the interior art. It's, yeah, it's good. It's good. Looks like there's a lot to this adventure. This is one of those adventures I'd have to kind of go through and kind of write my own flow chart to so I'd know what the important beats are to hit on because there's a lot of content in these 64 pages. Like I said, it's a kind of a smallish font, and, I mean, it is walls of text. They got a few new spells in the back. And a few new monsters. Looks like two new monsters. So, yep, so that's that one. I guess I'll crack open this last one. I'm going 20 minutes over on this one, guys. Woo-woo, an old one. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this one back in, a, back in a plastic bag. Oops. Uh, nah, I'm not going to mess with it. I'll do it later. All right, and then I'll break open the What Evil Lurks here by uh, Lance here. Lance Hovermail. I think that's how you say it. All right. I can put my knife away so I don't accidentally stab myself because I have done that. All right, this one is 2001, guys. It's, uh, it's 8 to 10 level. Again, it's a third edition. It's one of the older ones there. Uh, Christopher Bull again did the cartography on this one. Richard LeBlanc did the interior art. So it looks like they got their team there. And they just kind of have different writers. But the 
all the other credits seem relatively the same. Sins of the Father, strange dreams and terrible nightmares grip the common people of Leafton. Horrific images of burning flesh and unknown terror haunt the town. Many disappear, never to be seen again, but at least the circus is in town. Okay, it's a circus one. All right, I, I wouldn't have gotten that from the cover. The cover has kind of, it's, kind of, it's a cool cover. It's got like four creepy, like undead looking things, uh, guys, uh, long white hair looking at you. And then in the background, you got this forest with a i can't it's a wind not a windmill uh what do you call it a mill or mill to the left and then some lightning and storms going above it but uh even though it looks like a painting and uh, but it's cool i like it a lot actually it's it's very nice so and then what evil lurks is an outdoor Wilderness and dungeon adventure designed for four to six characters of tenth to, or eighth to tenth level, focused on role playing, culminating in the solution of a, to a great mystery. It includes numerous NPCs, new spellcasts, and new monsters, including an evil monster template. Can your players find out what is behind evil dreams and missing villagers? Can they stop the soul engine before it unleashes darkness on the world? There's so many people trying to destroy the world in these adventures. You would think, you know. If one of them succeeded, then, you know, everybody else would be out of a job. Yeah. Artwork's very nice. I mean, I really... Who did the artwork in there again? Richard LeBlanc. Not Richard. Brian, sorry. Brian LeBlanc. Yeah. Looks really nice. Same kind of setup. A lot of content in this one, guys. I don't think it's 64 pages, though, like the other one. This one is more... Looks like around 44 pages total. And, oh, yeah, the maps look really good. Nice. Did a good job on the maps. A lot of detail. A lot of detail on the maps. They have them all, I guess, in the back here. Even got some ice. So they have some overland maps. They've got regular overhead maps. And then they have a couple, looks like isometric maps in there, too. That, that look pretty nice. Yeah, they got this cool. Oh, they got a, the saw. Oh, it's a sawmill, not a, not a. Not a um, grind mill type thing. So it's a sawmill. And uh, they did a nice symmetric map of it. And it looks fantastic. They also did the underground of the sawmill, the, the dungeon. It looks really good. Really good. Very, very good. And, uh, yeah, the maps are very readable. Love it. Looks great. It looks like they got some tech in this one, too, a little bit. Uh-oh. Oh, that's kind of creepy. There's a picture of these two giant demon devil looking things that are feeding a fire like you know type thing and they're pit using pitchforks to feed it with the fuel and the fuel are these all these dead bodies that are just like they just look like little so uh, that's that's a pretty cool image uh, so but uh yeah i'm that's where i'm gonna end it guys we're coming up on 25 minutes that's good enough for me thank you for listening to my unboxing i appreciate it I haven't done one in a little while. Um, I love getting these in. Now, like I said before, probably do one later on this week. I have uh, another box coming in from Lulu. And I, I believe I said that the, the criteria to get into that box was it had, uh, it had to be a OSR adventure and under $7. So... 
that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And over to me. We'll talk soon.